the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Ruthie today and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to help women and men gain control. Um, hey folks, I just want to say I'm glad you're with us and good evening. We got a great topic tonight. It's going to be called In Christ. And so um, we have a praise report we always start off with the show. I hope um, everything's been good with you guys. Ruthie, Blaine, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thanks. Yeah, doing really well. Um, and I know, I know we, that, you know, we do start with praise reports. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's awesome having you around, uh, Ruthie, not only in the Thank radio you. show, but, you know, when we're out at that park, we're, we're, we're all working together so awesome. And yeah. we get to watch God just move. You know, and you know, I really like it because, um, you know, you really call on everybody that's there, whether we're starting in prayer or a scripture. I know you and I pretty much have the scriptures right now, but um, it was extreme. Can, can I go into a praise yeah. report? Oh, absolutely. It was extremely, extremely um, beneficial or just to hear from Lise, the woman Lise. Yes. Yes. I was thinking that too. She's, she's got a different name. And, and of course my name being Blaine is a little different. So I, I say, Hey, you've got a different name. She was so excited to yes. come to us um, this past week because of the, having the Bible app yes. from the week before. Uh huh. I had downloaded the Bible app on there and showed her how she could yes. listen to it. Cause she said she didn't like to read. But she would listen, and she told me on Saturday that she was listening to the Bible this week. Hey, you can't ask for better than that. Nope. I love it. <laughs> you know, she was, when I was um, giving the word, she was really into it. She was she was, uh, she was uh, speaking up, and she was praising. And um, you notice that. Uh, we've been mentioning that. They've been really focused. Yes. And um, and God's really doing a wonderful thing in their lives out there. So um, um, did we had a lot of prayer going on out there. I know I had some prayer going on. Did you guys get much? I, did anybody pray for Wayne? We did. Yes, okay. we did get to did, pray for Wayne. Okay. Uh-huh. I think uh, Ruthie and I did. And, yeah, um, we sure did. Good. I was wondering about that. He's, it, we encouraged him that, you know, he, just his smile. Mm-hmm. And his testimony of losing the weight, yeah. um, you know, he's showing up for a reason, folks. I agree. It's not because he likes us or the ministry. Mm-hmm. It's because God is there. The mm-hmm. word is there. Yes. Um, we're praying for him. And he just strolls up nice and slow. And uh, as we spoke to him and there were others that we prayed for that um, we had mentioned that, you know, we're there. Mm-hmm. We are there as friends to, you know, put him in front of the in front of the feet of Jesus and take him to the throne room. Even though they've got access through the blood, we get to coach them on on getting there. You know, and uh, the thing about it is he's been being um excuse me, been bringing out clothes. 
Yeah, and he, he has. Yeah. And so I told him, hey, I really appreciate it. And, you know, um, the, we we have men clothes, but the women grab a lot of the men's clothes, too. You ever notice that? Yeah. So they seem to go quicker than the women's clothes, even though um, they all go pretty quick, believe it or not. But, um, yeah. yeah, but I, I he's really he's showing up out there every week now. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, he's very open to prayer. He is. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? You've been giving him that loving invite of uh, showing up to your church. And I believe um, I believe he's, see- he's seeking and searching. Yes. And we know that when we seek and we search, we will find. And so I believe we're, we're going we're gonna to get some good praise reports out of him. And there's another gentleman who goes to the Awakening Church. Um, he's an usher. And he's been coming out faithfully now. And Dude. I asked him, I said, are you going to come back? Dave, that's right. Yeah, and Dave. I asked him, hey, would you want to come back out? And he's coming. He, he shows up there at, at the other park. Um, and then we go to the other one. That's another gentleman that comes out um, and named Dave, too. Yeah. And so he comes out. So, um, yeah, he's the one who was with his, uh, the flags on his truck. So, yeah. So, yeah. He, so I'm really proud. That's it's it's a blessing to be out there. It really is, folks. Um, can I share one yeah. more? Um, I, I meet um, once a week with a large group of men. Um, some of them are mayors of certain cities and city employees. And all they see is the negative stuff. Mm-hmm when it comes to cleaning up camps and homeless. So these guys aren't a big fan. But when I get together with a large group, about 15 men, and let them know what we see, how we we are out there, we can't save them all, we can't change the world, mm-hmm. but I gave them the story of that starfish when the hurricane blew them into the shoreline and there were millions of them and that guy was throwing one in at a time and it's like we can't save them all, but to the one that will become really changed, born again, yeah. cleaned up, and become part of society it is so worth it and that's why we do what we do every single every week and you know uh, we do see um, people that we have helped they've got their lives back together they are doing wonderful they have jobs they have their own place again they're so excited they even come out to visit us and tell us thank you for being there so it's not that it's a gratitude thing for us it's about sharing christ and getting them out there and you know what and they're still seeking god too Mm -hmm. so i mean it's a benefit and so we see we get to see a lot of good stuff but we also see a lot of bad stuff too um and, and and sad you know but um God can change people's heart. And that's why I like this topic tonight in Christ, because once you're with Christ, man, your whole life has changed. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead. We'll get into our, 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 our scripture tonight. It's called In Christ. So I'll start it off. It says, I wrote this down. To be in Christ, first of all, means that we have a saving relationship with Christ and are brought into union and communion with him in such that way. As we are in Christ, what is true of Christ becomes true of us. His grace and his resources become our experience and possessions. And says, and you know, if we, if we, if you know, if we, when we look at Ephesians and we see Paul when he writes in chapter one, two, and three, and then he goes up even to chapter six, but and especially in those two chapters, you see the phrase "in Him" are in Christ is repeated over and over. It says, we are chosen in Christ, and we are predestinated in Christ. It goes all the way down to the Holy Spirit, where we're sealed in Christ. So the life of Christ is in is now in us by virtue of our being in Christ, and Christ in us. It is a double union, if you will. My entire life is now lived for Christ, but the life that I live is lived by virtue of being in Christ. His grace, his significancy, and and the riches of his mercy are now available to me. So 
when you see Paul talking in the first two uh, chapters of Ephesians, um, you, you know, um, you, what, you, what you get to see is how true God and put Christ into us. And, mm-hmm. and I, I wrote this down. Um, as, as believers in Christ, we need to see ourselves as God sees us in him. The Apostle Paul often uses the phrase in Christ and in him to describe the believer's position and privileges. We need to confess who we are, what we are, and what we have because we are in Christ. And, you know, like I say, Paul, uh, Paul identifies how God sees us. I got it right here. We are saints in Christ. I based that off of um, Ephesians 1.1. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Verse 3. We are chosen by God, verses 4 and 11. We are adopted as children of God. We're still in chapter 1, verse 5. We have received grace, redemption, and forgiveness. We're in Christ. And number um, and on, on number 11 again, we have obtained a victor's inheritance. In um, 13 and 14, we are marked by God and sealed with the Holy Spirit. We have received wisdom and understanding from God. This is all being in Christ. We are clothed with resurrection power. That's based on 19 and 20 verses. Um, um, chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. On uh, Ephesians 2, 5, we says, We have been made alive and saved by grace. On 10 and 15 and 16 of chapter 2, it says, We are God's workmanship, created brand new. We have been brought. Uh, we have been bought near to God. We have direct, uh, direct access to the Father through the Spirit. We are built and joined together into a spiritual temple. We have been equipped with bonus and confidence. We have been anointed with the fullness of God. And we are strong in the Lord and empowered to victory. I wrote this down. Meditate on these scriptures. Begin to confess them. Begin to say with your mouth, this is who I am. This is what I am. And this is what I have in Christ. If you do that, and if we sit there, we know that Scripture was given to us because we have all authority, right? Because we are in Christ, and Christ is in us. Mm-hmm. When he was seated at the right hand of uh, the throne, and gave, he was given power and authority. And so if Christ is in us and we're in, um, in him, we have authority by claiming. What we don't do, we don't claim the Scriptures, and we don't claim, and we let the devil beat up on us. Now, I has had things in my life where I thought, man, I'm really getting beat up here a little bit. And you know what? I call those trials and temptations and stuff. Um, they all equal out. But the main thing is, if, you're, if the devil's coming at you, you're doing something right. Yeah. It's when you get in those times where you're like, oh, wait a minute. What's going on here? You know my walk. So being in Christ, um, I can stop right there because I'm going to let you guys um, speak up and tell me what you got. But I got a little bit more to say about that. But that's what I have with Christ has put in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and shoot it over to you, Ruthie. Okay. <clears throat> no, you're right. So Christ is in me. I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ is in God the Father. Yep. So the devil's coming at, you know, coming at me. But who's he encountering? He's encountering God the Father. He does not have a good track record. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely correct. Go, and then he's coming at Christ, and he doesn't have a good cri- track record with Christ either. Last time he, he encountered Christ, he walked away shamed and defeated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that's Christ round one, because Christ is in me. That's right. So if he's still coming at me, he's got Christ round two. <laughs> <laughs> and where was he defeated at? In the wilderness? 
yeah, in the wilderness and at the cross. That's exactly Amen. right. Amen on that. <laughs> so, uh, so as believers, uh, Christ is in us, and we are in Christ. Galatians two twenty says, "I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me." I love that. It's my mm-hmm. scripture. That's my favorite scripture in the Bible. Yeah, that's a good one. So um, we're united to Christ in a way that means that we're in him. We're joined to him. And we see a picture of this in John fifteen five, which says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I love that one. Yeah, so all our life comes from him. The only way we can be a Christian is by by being one with Jesus. Amen. You know, um, bring that up. It says, um, verse in um, Ephesians 1, 7, it reminded me, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, Mm -hmm. in accordance with the riches of God's grace. And, you know, that's the the lavish that I lavished on and think about. When he's in me and I'm in him, I am secured. I am. I have an everlasting. I have a mansion waiting for me, and I'm excited about that. I don't know. Um, when you got Christ, you got authority. You got power to overcome things. You know, and that kind of takes me to my scripture. Maybe I'll put this one out real quick, and then I'll send it your guys away. Um, I kind of took a different take. I mean, Christ is in us, and um, there's the whole Bible speaks of this, but. I like this this scripture. It's very encouraging. It tells us who we are in Christ. And this is out of the Psalms. Um, Psalm 28, 6 and 7 says, Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard my voice, the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. So when Christ is in us, and we are in him, as you guys are going over, this is great. He is our strength. He is our motivator. He is our yes. shield. And you know, Ruthie, when you just mentioned when when the enemy came came at us, who he's you know who he's uh, running into, and here's the scripture that backs that he is our strength and he is our shield. He shields us. You know, daily, you guys, we're praying for a hedge of protection around our loved ones. You know, we know that in this world we will have tribulation, but mm-hmm. be of good cheer, for Jesus has overcome this world. He's overcome the enemies, overcome the the, the system. But um, you know, we've got him. You know, and when he's in us, um, we're never alone. Yeah. You know, we've got Amen. his strength and his power. Amen. It is. Ruthie? So I wanted to share Second Corinthians 5.17, which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So the new me can extend patience. Um, or and grace to an annoying person, whereas the old me maybe wanted to punch them in the face or something. <laughs> but being in Christ and having Christ in me, it allows me to to resist sin. Without Christ, I, I wouldn't be able to resist sin. And I'm thinking of of Paul of Tarsus. So Paul of Tarsus was on his way to Damascus, and he has an encounter with uh, Jesus Christ, and and Jesus says to him. Um, you, you know, Saul, Saul, why, why are you persecuting me? Because mm-hmm. um, Paul had been, or Saul had been persecuting. Uh, he was there at the stoning of Stephen, and mm-hmm. he was persecuting the believers. And Jesus asked him, "Why are you persecuting me?" And uh, Saul says, 
who who are you? Who are you, Lord? Uh-huh. And he says, it's me, Jesus. And I, I believe that's a picture of what we're talking about. Because sure Stephen was in Christ, and the other believers were in Christ, the early Christians, and Christ was in them. And, and I believe that's what he's showing us here. Yeah, you uh, you mentioned that Paul was there when Stephen got stoned. He was mm-hmm. holding the coats for the people. Yeah, and he was so, there. hey, I'll take your coat and hold it for you while you stone this man. So, yeah, um, you know, God is, see, it shows that how God is a very uh, merciful God. Yes. He really is, you know. And here Paul was killing the, the Christians, so, you oh, know, yeah. and going after them. And but yet God said, hey, What's going on with you? Hey, here, let's get to know who I am, right? (laughs) And when he found out who he is, what did he become? He wrote most of the books in the New Testament. Yeah, he was a new creation in Christ. A new creation uh, in Christ. Like 2 Corinthians says. I I love it. That's one of the good ones. Blaine? Yeah, you know, I want to go over one of the most popular ones. And and, uh, I believe uh, today we're going to, we want to share Jesus with all of you folks. We're thankful that you're there. But I like this scripture, and I want you to consider this scripture. It's an extremely popular one. It's, it's in the book of Romans. It's 828. And I want you to hear this. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who, who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. It's according to his purpose, folks. If we want, as we travel through this world, as we travel through this land, we want to be we want to be in Christ. We want to be in Christ Jesus. And what he does, and, and we've all seen it. I, I've looked at some of the, the major, major, five to six major trials in my life, and God used them for good. And uh, we want you guys to be in the Christ Jesus portion and know that God is for you and not against you. That's coming up later here in the scriptures. But. You, you know, I was just uh, that was what I was going to say next, too. It says to be in Christ means that God no longer sees our imperfections. He sees the righteousness of his own son. So I don't know, uh, maybe you folks, uh, maybe someone out there is um, feeling, man, my sins, uh, my imperfections, my iniquity, all my sins that I've done, I, I'm not righteous. I'm not clean. Well, you know what? When you're with Christ— you are clean. He, his blood cleans you. You are whiter than snow. Your sins, it says, I cast off your sins as far as the east is from the west, and mm-hmm. I no longer remember them. So, you know, um, God is good. When you're in Christ, you are secured. Ruthie? Yeah, that brings me to Second Corinthians 5.21. It says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So by his gift of grace and through our faith in Christ, God receives Christ's death as payment for our sins and gives us credit for Christ's righteousness in return. So we are no longer under condemnation. So we're united to him in his death, mm-hmm. but we're also united to him in his resurrection. And and what an ama- what a good deal for us. What, what <laughs> an amazing gift. I know. It wasn't a good deal for for Jesus, but it's a great deal for us. It, it is so true, and I I thank God. I sit back all the time and I tell God, "Thank you for your loving grace." It's nothing what I have done. It's about how you love me so much that you're willing to have a relationship, uh, a dirt clod like me, yeah. a sinner, and mm-hmm. and and the Creator wants to have a life with me and loves me and just wants to give me all the best that he can. And and I think that sometimes we don't feel that our sins have been 
my sin's been too great. He he can never love me. And I, I'm going to reassure you folks out there. Good. God can and he will love you. And he and this is what I have to. This is some only in Christ is our sins. Uh, our sins debt is canceled. There is no more sin. He cancels our, mm-hmm. our relationship with God is restored, and our eternity is secured. I I mean, uh, I. I I tried to fathom what his heaven is like, and I don't even think I even come 10% close of what it's really truly going to oh, be right. like. So the riches are there, the glory. And, you know, Paul even said that. Don't focus what we have down on earth, but keep your um, your, your, your eyes on the heavenly treasures above, you mm-hmm. know, your prize that you gave. So uh, we're, we're down here racing the race. But, folks, God in Christ, I love it. Philippians 4.13, mm. and all things, what? God works together for good, good to those who love me. Love them, and then I, I can do all things because of God's strength. You know, God strengthens me, right? Oh yeah. So, so um, you know, uh, I, I I tell you, folks, the being in Christ is means that you are not doing things alone. You got the strength. You got the Holy Spirit. You got Jesus on your side helping you through your everyday trials. That's everything. From you know, we have a bunch of that going on nowadays too. You know, between what. Gas prices, electrical um, electricity going up, everything's going up. Pressure is upon us now. But when you walk with Christ and you're in Christ, you have that peace, and mm-hmm. He gets you through that. Guys, you know I was going to read um, again another another scripture from uh, Romans eight, and this one really seals it all. And then uh, I believe uh, we're going to go over. Mm-hmm. Definitely a couple other things, but in Romans eight thirty seven it says, "Yet in all things." We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm. So when we're in Christ Jesus, folks, I don't know if you heard everything that I said. Um, again, that's Romans uh, eight thirty-seven. Uh, through 39 mm-hmm. please go there and read that when we're in christ jesus as all of you guys have said tonight already mm-hmm. our sins have been forgiven they've been paid for at the cross jesus paid for them we didn't deserve it we're saved by grace but we want to make sure that we're in christ jesus amen amen you know um again folks maybe you maybe you're maybe you got away from the lord you haven't been going to church you haven't been fellowship anymore maybe you you haven't been even praying maybe um maybe you never have um received the lord and and you don't know nothing about it um it's it's not hard god makes it easy to receive him you just got to come to him just reach out to him and tell him from your heart and, and we have a sinner's prayer, they call it. And um, Blaine, I'm going to ask you to lead and say someone out there might want to give their life to the Lord. Could you lead them into the sinner's prayer? Yeah, you know what, folks? We want to we we uh, want to assure you that Jesus says that if we confess with our mouth that yeah. Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the grave, we're going to be saved. Now, we're not saved by the prayer. Um, that's a way of confessing him because the Bible says this because it says this in Romans 10. 10, it says, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we want to coach you on inviting him in, asking God to forgive you your sins. So if you're that person right now, you want to be forgiven of your sins, you want to be in Christ Jesus, 
I'll try and slow down. Or, or and, rededicate your life. Or even rededicate your life. Just say this prayer, okay, folks? Say, Dear Jesus, I want to ask you back into my life. I want you to be my Lord and my Savior. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the grave. I want to thank you, Jesus, for paying for my sins on the cross, and I am sorry for those sins. And I, I leave those sins behind for me from this day forward. So Jesus, come into my life, come into my heart. I choose this day to serve you for the rest of my life. And I thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Thank you for loving me. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you just said that, welcome to the kingdom of God. God, now you're in Christ and Christ is in you. The Holy Spirit Amen. has sealed you with the redemption and you are saved. So praise God. Amen praise on that. God. You know, um, guys, I'm going to give you, and ladies, um, I'm going to give you both a, uh, a chance uh, to say your last little piece before I go into closing. Ruthie, would you like to say anything? I just want to say what a wonderful Savior we have. Amen. And we have to remember to be grateful and thankful to God for all we have in Christ, all those benefits you were just talking about that, that we have in Christ. We, oh, have to be, we have to remember to be really thankful to God. Amen on that. Yeah, I, I agree. What a beautiful show, guys. Let's be in Christ Jesus. Uh, we don't earn it. Um, if you have invited Jesus into your heart, come as you are. Start getting into fellowship. Find out who that Jesus, that Lord, that Christ that you just invited into your heart. Get to know him through for starting out in the New Testament. Even the Old Testament speaks of him all over the place. Um, get to know your Jesus. Please call our pastor, yes. Pastor Ed's number. Yes, I was going to say, if you need a Bible, give us a call. We'll give you a great study Bible. And um, I'll give you this number. His, his number is 619 252 Zero zero six zero. Again, I'll slow that down a little bit. Six one nine two five two zero zero six zero. That'd be Pastor Ed, and give him a call. Um, we'll be happy to get you your Bible right to you. I just want to say to the people out there, if you accepted God, I'm just so proud and so happy for you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the kingdom of God. And you know, we always like to give a shout out. To our sponsors, Javier over Sombreros. Thank you, Javier, to your family. What a blessing you are to us. And also, um, Steve Forsythe over at the El Cajon Westland Church. We appreciate your help. And Jeremy and Tim over at Skyline. Hey, guys, we appreciate you helping us out. And Goodwill. Goodwill, thank you for the clothes that you bring us. Anna and Kim. We appreciate it, folks, tonight. I hope that this uh, message has enriched you. And may God bless you and be with you always. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.